Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about five ways to stop the self-doubt. If you've ever found yourself spinning wheels and just not going anywhere or doing anything, and you feel as if you're questioning why you're doing it, and if you're even worthy of doing it, this is the episode for you. We're going to dive deep into the psychology of what makes you tick and helping you move forward with confidence and clarity. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you're spending your time with me. Whoop, whoop. So glad that you're here. I know you could be at a whole bunch of other places. If this is your very first time listening, I am throwing my arms around you and giving you the biggest electronic hug you have ever had we could do electronic hugs. But anyway, I'm giving you electronic hugs regardless. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure to smash that subscribe button so as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, I see ya, I see ya. I wanna make sure that I show you some love too. If you haven't done so already, let's be friends on social media. Find me at Twitter, Denise G. Lee, or on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee, where I'll inspire and motivate, encourage you, and maybe throw some food pics along the way. You know, I love talking about food. Anyway, I'm happy that we'll be able to connect there. Everything that I'm going to be sharing with you is based on my class, Confidence, Clarity, and Cash. Confidence, Clarity, and Cash is a program designed for you to get a plan, get motivated, and obviously get some cash. And you can only find that on DeniseGLee.com. Click the Courses tab, and you can access Confidence, Clarity, and Cash. I want to make sure that you're fully supported. So if you feel that you need a little jumpstart in growing your digital business, Confidence, Clarity, and Cash is the program for you. Okay, now let's dive into today's episode. Five ways to stop the self-doubt. As I was planning and thinking about what I wanted to share with you guys today, I was thinking to myself, what has really stopped me from creating new programs, from being more active and promoting myself, and just all the things that revolves around my business, and the thing that I have to say has really hindered me the most professionally, as well as personally, to be honest with you, is self-doubt. Feeling as if I was incapable and unavailable to things that I saw other people doing with ease. It almost felt like everybody else could make millions each month and I'm barely scrapping X amount per month. And I felt that way for a really long time, a really long time. And because of that, I didn't think to to myself that I was worthy of accepting help, that I was worthy of receiving support. And more, more often than not, I thought that in order for me to actually invest in myself, I would have to have some money. But if there was money was coming in, that meant that I was not worthy of receiving money. And it just created a really dysfunctional, dysfunctional and chaotic spiral and only amplified, not reduced, amplified the self-doubt. And I realized that there was 
five main reasons. Now, of course, there's more, but I just want to distill for a time five main reasons. I go more into my course, uh, Confidence, Clarity, and Cash, about other ways that we create the self-doubt spiral. But for the purposes of our time with one another, I've identified five things that really have trapped me. And you might be able to identify with one or all of these things. And this is a great pen and paper episode because I want to make sure that if you identify at least one of them, then I want you to develop a plan of action to address them. Okay, but I'm going to go through all five right now, and then we're going to go into each one in detail. Number one is quitting the comparison. Number two is getting committed. Three, finding support. Four, amping up the self-care. And five, creating a plan and sticking with it. Okay, now let's get into each one in detail. Number one is quitting the comparison. I mentioned that in the opening of our time with one another that I always found myself comparing myself to other people who seemed a lot successful. But here's the thing about comparison. I think you understand this, but I just want to lay it out that when we're comparing ourselves to someone else, our progress, our business, we're only having really a snippet understanding of what they're doing and what's going on with their business. We don't know their education. We don't know their background. We don't know their ex- prior experience. That We don't know the level of effort they have applied to, to their business. We just look from afar and think, geez, I'm not measuring up because we're the same age or we're from the same industry and they sh- we should be at the same place or I should be further along and this other person's making much more progress And the thing about the comparison is that it's always incomplete. I think just on an anecdotal personal note, for the longest freaking time, I always compared the physical fitness of myself to other women around my age range. And it was stupid (laughs) because I'm laughing because it's silly because you've got genetics. I don't know the genetics. We don't know their how often they exercise or their sleep or their diet. There's so many things that go into being physically active as an example and just translate to business and translate to raising kids and translate to so many other areas of our lives personally and professionally. We realize that it's a futile battle because unless we're spying on them 24-7, we'll never really know what's going on with someone on the other side. That's why I want to introduce the concept of keep watering your side of the lawn. Keep your grass green by keeping watering on the side of the lawn. And let me explain what that looks like. Have you ever kind of just walk around a neighborhood and you see there's some lawns that look really awesome and then other lawns look dilapidated or or just uncapped and dry and brown and just not cared for. And the reason why certain lawns look better is because the the owner of that particular property invested time and energy to focusing on their lawn and their lawn alone. They don't have to spend energy on things that aren't their responsibility that are beyond their control. When we're comparing ourselves, basically we're saying, I'm going to spend more time on things and people that I have no control. I don't have a very clear idea of what's going on and I'm not going to tend to my own affairs. If you feel 
the desire to compare. Basically, you're taking your eyes away from your own business and your own dreams and your own passion. That's why I want to remind you is that are you watering your lawn? Just remind yourself to say that to yourself. Am I watering my lawn? Am I nourishing my area with all the things and activities that are going to help me succeed professionally? That's the way to stop the comparison. Okay, number two is get committed. When I say committed, this is an issue of no matter what. No matter what, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to back down. This is something that I am full on passionate for. I was listening to a coach many years ago, and I was just asking her just her secrets of just business and life and everything. And she told me that the what separates the people who are successful from the people who aren't is that the people who are successful didn't give up. It was a no matter what, I'm going to do this. No matter what, I want to win. I want to succeed. And it was not an issue of by this date or by this event or by fill in the blank. It was, I am committed. I don't care if it takes a month, 100 days, a, <laughs> uh, a year, whatever. I'm full on committed to the, the ride. And enjoying the experience for what it really is. And when I say the experience, I'm talking about the highs, the lows, and everything in between. If we're only focusing on just the wins, then we've missed the whole point of being committed. Being committed is an understanding to yourself that I'm making this a a habit no differently than I'm brushing my teeth or I'm take I'm eating healthy foods. I'm making this commitment to seeing this through until I can no longer do it anymore. If you're committed to growing your business, you need to have that type of energy. You need to have that conviction within yourself that I don't care if I have a bad month. I don't care if I get an unsubscribe or a bad review or whatever happens or I have a bad experience with a potential client or customer. I'm going to keep doing this because I know that what I'm doing is going to help me. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I just want to get paid, then you're going to have to really sit and ask yourself why you want to be in business. Because business people, we're problem solvers. We're helpers for our community, for the, our tribe, the people that we want to support. We're not just here for a paycheck. We're here for a higher purpose. And that's part of the get committed is I'm committed, not just obviously to growing this business. I'm committed to helping my clients, my customers succeed. And that's part of the clarity portion that I have in my, my course, Confidence, Clarity, and Cash, is getting really clear about who you want to help and why you want to help them and giving yourself the framework so that you stay steady, you stay confident, even when the moments of crisis happen in our business. And oh gosh, I can think about one particular is- issue that happened to me, not once, not twice. <laughs> Actually, yeah, twice or three 
no, twice, two times where I, and I'm, I'm telling you this for your own benefit, that do not use images off the web and put it on your website. No, 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 no. Either use your own original photography or buy rights to use photography because I, I got hit by a copyright and it was some really hefty fines. And it was because of my own ignorance, to say the least. The first time was just a complete shock. And then the second time I thought if I modified it enough, it was okay. And I realized, nope, it wasn't uh, acceptable either way. That's one of many lessons learned I've learned over the years about how you're able to weather the storms, how you're able to be committed that no matter even all the setbacks, you're able to rise above it, dust the dirt off your shoes and keep moving because it's going to happen. You're going to have some type of setback. You're going to have some type of calamity. Nothing is ever going to work smoothly, I assure you. Okay. Number three is find support. Find support is definitely a big way to help to end the self-doubt. When you've got someone alongside you, it's completely different than as if you're doing things by yourself. I remember in the beginning of my business, business coaching, you're going to just laugh because this is ridiculous, but this is honestly got truth I want to share with you is that I thought that as a business coach, I didn't need a business coach. I have a PMP, which I, I do have a PMP, and I thought that I was smarter than everybody else and that I could figure all this stuff by myself because I have a degree and I've got certificates and I've got all this training and yada, yada, yada. And then somehow I could rise above any difficulties. And it took a little over a year of getting beat up in terms of lack of sales, lack of direction, no clarity, spinning wheels, starting and stopping all over again that I realized that I needed support. And oh my gosh, since I've been, I have my own coach, by the way, I'm not doing this thing solo. Since I have my own coach, I'm getting my own support. I'm getting someone alongside looking over my shoulder, giving me advisement, telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing, motivating, encouraging me along the way has definitely changed my business for drastically for the better. For those of you who are with me just now, you don't know this, but the first iteration of my business was Victor Novus. And Victor Novus in Latin is new thing. If you're looking for Victor Novus on the web, you'll never find it because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but Victor Novus was a kind of a joke between my husband and I about, he asked me when I was trying to phase out of personal training, like, what do I want to do? I was like, well, I'll start up a new thing. And I was so afraid of using my own real name, promoting myself, because I thought that the best way of doing it was to use uh, a, some other name, because that's just what I, I did. And it, it was sad, because basically the nutshell of it was, as a personal brand, I was afraid of branding myself personally. Okay, that's why I talk so much about my course, a confidence, clarity and cash about having the confidence to show up and being yourself and not trying to hide behind a name. Now, if you want to have a, a business name, that's fine by you. But for me, my business is me, but I was trying to hide behind that name instead of just showing who I am. I'm definitely nodding my head and going, boy, I've, I've come a long way about 
being open to exposing myself to the world. And I think it was a fear of what if somebody says something negative about me? Now my name is forever tarnished. But if they trash on my business name, then that's okay. Because I can always just change the name and keep it moving. Look, everybody has their business name for for different reasons. And I just, again, saying this for emphasis that you do not have to have your name represent your business as a personal brand. But for my business, because I represent my business in all form, I needed to use my own real name. And it, the fear was actually causing me from not really fully representing myself. Okay. And it took a long time, but I definitely believe that for a lot of us, we're hiding because we're so afraid of the idea of being ridiculed or rejected or not accepted that we just create this smokescreen to as a shield. Okay. And that's why it's so important to find that support. That support will help you to be absolutely amazed at who you are and who you can help and why you're doing this. And the support will help you to anchor yourself into a mindset of no matter what, no matter what, I'm going to do this. Okay. Now let's talk about number four, amp up the self-care. Now, before I get into a little bit detail about what to do about the self-care, I want to explain a little bit story with you. Okay. Wow. And I'm like, I'm pausing thinking about how I want to, sh- how I want to share this because it's definitely uh, uh, really emotional. When I was a child, when I was growing up, I was engaged in a lot of self-mutilation. Okay. I would draw myself. Sometimes I would cut myself and I just hated myself on such a deep level that I was literally trying to destroy myself from the outside and I felt miserable inside and I was literally marking myself up and doing all this stuff to basically make myself look as bad as I felt. And it created a lot of damage, obviously, in terms of skin problems and and other issues. And I remember I really started doing my self-care routine in my early 30s, I started visiting a massage therapist and I started doing some other things. Only a cup a year or so ago, I started to see a dermatologist to address a, a a hair a hair issue that was caused from my lack of self-care over the years in the past. What I'm saying about the self-care routine is for a lot of us we've damaged ourselves for a lot of years, a lot of years, if not physically, emotionally, we've told beat ourselves up and told ourselves that we were a loser, that we were incapable, that we couldn't do certain things. And it created a lot of damage. Okay. And so if that's you, I just want to give you a, a hug right now and let you know that I totally understand I am in the process, I'm in my the journey myself to become the person that I know that I was designed to be. And I know that you also desire more for yourself. And in order for you to really be present and helpful and supportive for your community, 
you need to spend a lot more time and energy than you ever thought was possible for tending to yourself. If that means having a 20 minutes meditation and prayer or journaling in the morning and then bookended in at the end where you either stretch or relax or exercise without the TV, without the cell phone, without things buzzing around you, and just letting yourself be at calm and ease. Whatever that looks like for you in terms of taking care of your skin, perhaps I myself loved, and I still do love to excel, using scented lotions and just rubbing it through my hands and smelling it and using it as a form of aromatherapy if you like using essential oils if you like just taking walks and just looking at the sky looking at the stars twinkle at night if that's your thing find something at least one or two activities everyone has at least 15 minutes of their day just spend on you and you alone where you're not tethered to a device or you're not seeing what's going on on Instagram or wherever social media app of of Joyce and you're just allowing yourself just to calm and be present. I talk a lot about in my course my confidence clarity and cash about finding ways to get yourself calm and at ease because I think for a lot of us we've never really learned how to do that, how to be present, how to be centered. I think that we've seen our family or friends or people of influence run around like a chicken with the head cut off and not being able just to be still for a moment. We live in a society that says that unless you're overwhelmed and exhausted, you're not doing work. And that sounds really insane when you just kind of think about it. How can you really be effective if you're constantly working 24-7? Sometimes the best things come to you when you're actually taking a shower or you're taking a walk or you're just calmly reflecting on certain things. I have a little confession I want to share with you. I'm a big, big advocate of adult coloring books. (laughs) I get my little colored pencils out and I just sit and I just fill in the blanks and just allowing myself to stay still and relaxed and not thinking about all the ways that I mess things up or I feel unworthy or inferior. That's not what it's about. I want you to respect the fact that you're a human being that just needs time to decompress from the day. And And that's okay. I want you to understand that we all need five, five, 15, however long minutes a day that we can just allow our brains to just turn off, okay? Now, lastly, let's talk about creating a plan and sticking with it. That's the most important thing for a lot of us when we self-doubt is because we have no plan at all. Or if we do have a plan, we don't stick with it. And I advocate that anything can be done for a minimum of 20 days, anything. Even if it's a small little habit of for 20 for for 20 days, I'm going to allow at least a minute or two to do some quiet journaling or I'm going to take walks. Even if it's walking in my house, <laughs> walking in place for five minutes, I think we all can do something good for ourselves. 
That's part of the creation of the plan. The plan isn't just so that you can have some type of tangible outcome out of it. Obviously, we want some proof to show, wow, we've done something. But it actually helps prove to ourselves that we are capable of doing new things that helps to build our confidence, that helps to end the self-doubt when we know for a fact, oh my goodness, I am more than capable. I remember in the beginning of my business coaching journey, I did not know, heaven helped me write an email for the life of me. I didn't know what to say. All I knew how to say in the beginning was, hey, I have this offer, click the link and sign up for it. (laughs) Now, obviously, I've grown up a lot since then. But in the beginning, writing my emails, it was a really frustrating thing. It made me anxious. It made me afraid. Every single time I... I wrote something. I was just so afraid that someone would unsubscribe, someone would write a nasty message back to me, all sorts of stuff. And that was a lot of my fears. That was a lot of my insecurities. That wasn't even really genuinely me talking. But I made a commitment that for at least 90 days, I was going to commit to a schedule of sending out email messages. No matter what happened, it would happen. But at the very least, I could get better at it. For a lot of us about this whole making that plan and sticking to it is making the, the understanding to yourself, no matter what, I'm going to get better. That's, again, I talk a lot about that in my course, only uh, the Confidence, Clarity, Cash, and Find on DeniseGLee.com, click the courses tab, about what that really looks like. How does that making that plan really help me feel good about myself, good about why I'm doing it. For a lot of times, we have that self-doubt because we don't really trust that what we're going to do is going to help us. Now, it may not be at the grand goal, obviously the sale, right? But it helps us in terms of building up that fortitude, building up that courage, bringing, building up the strength to do bigger things. One of the things I hear so much from some of my clients and I've heard about I've 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 heard them say this to me that Denise I'm afraid of doing a live on Facebook or Instagram or whatever I'm afraid of doing a live no one's going to show up no one's going to listen to me no one's going to bother and here's the thing even if you have no one listening you at least have the habit of getting the camera set up getting yourself together and just speaking And trust and believe, obviously, the more you speak, the better you get it and the better you understand yourself and what you want to talk about. It doesn't always work out in the beginning because people need to warm up with you. People need to gain trust with you. But in the meanwhile, aren't you happier that you have a small audience while you work out the kinks, right? (laughs) Than having a big audience and feeling overwhelmed if you just and not have a lot of experience I personally would like to work out my kinks while I don't have a lot of attention that's just me this is all about making that plan make a plan to do something and stick with it at least 20 days at least 20 days stick with it and 20 days is basically that time frame where you can create a habit where the first uh, obviously first few days uh you're always going to want to quit, back away, not pers- pers- persevere. But after that habit stuck, it becomes autopilot. 
autopilot. Look, for a lot of us, we have a lot of negative habits. Negative habits meaning not trusting ourselves, not believing ourselves, not having the courage to start it. But once we've got that ball rolling, once we develop a plan, whatever that looks like, we're able to wow do so many amazing things. And I trust and believe that that's for you. Well, let's repeat what we've talked about today, okay? Number one, we talked about quit the comparisons, keep your grass water, just focusing on your stuff and your stuff alone. Number two, get committed, make your yes be yes. If you're going to see it to fruition, make a plan to that it doesn't matter how long it's going to take, it's going to happen. Number three, find support, get a coach, get <laughs> get an accountability partner, get someone who's going to help you stick with your goals, even when you feel like giving up. Number four, amp up the self-care. I definitely believe that all entrepreneurs, they need moments, even 15 minutes a day at least, to take time to breathe, to exhale, to journal, to do whatever you need to do to feel good about yourself. And lastly, number five is create a plan and stick with it. Those who are successful are the ones who will see their plan to fruition no matter what happens. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that was like, whoa, light bulb? Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. And if you really love this episode, make sure that you write me a review and let me know. And I want to send you a little gift your way. Well, that is it. Thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.